Hello, how's it going? Welcome to today's episode of the Pro Vocal Artist Podcast. I help singers become artists, release their own original music. If you want to work with me, jump into the description below. And today we're covering productivity, um, how to be productive as an artist, how to define a goal, figure out a goal, interrogate a goal, break a goal down and actually turn it into a task list. And the goal we're going to be using as an example today is release my next single. So let's do it. So you want to start with the what and the what is release next single. Okay. The next thing I'd like you to do is interrogate the goal. We want to make sure that we're like fully behind this goal emotionally and, and that it's the right goal. Sometimes we pick goals that we think we should do that we actually don't even want to do or that aren't as important as something else. So let's make sure it's watertight that this is the goal that we really do want to focus on and you interrogate it by asking why like a toddler over and over again until you get to a satisfactory answer and so I've done an example here of if I was to ask why do you want to release your next single somebody might reply because I want to share my music I'm like okay why do you want to share your music and they might reply because making music is my passion and I want people to hear what I'm after working so hard on. They might say that they, they just love the song and they're just excited to share it with people. That last why that we got to would be, I'd be happy with that. I would be like, yeah, okay, I'm good with that because it's got plenty of emotion in it. It's, uh, they're talking about excitement about sharing it. They're talking about it feeling good to, you know, they feel proud of something they've made and it would feel good for that to be appreciated by other people. You have to be intrinsically motivated with emotion behind it to really get this over the line because it's going to be problems which you're going to explore. There are going to be things that come up, challenges that come up. There are going to be other negative emotions that come up like resistance and it's hard to overcome that without a clear sense of the positive emotions that are driving you forward okay so the positive emotions that are driving us forward to release our next single is that I've, I've made something cool and I'm excited about it and it would feel really good for people to enjoy it and to appreciate it and that would make me feel appreciated and validated and there is nothing wrong with any of those feelings they are great feelings to have and you deserve to have them and that's the interrogation over Okay, next part. I also like for people to think about the opposite. So that's us tuning into the desire to release the next single. Let's now tune into the fear of not doing it, right? We want to get a little bit of fear behind it as well. So I want you to really process through and think about what would it be like if no one ever heard this song or your music? What would that be like? What's the reality of that? Somebody might reply, gosh, that was a real waste of all of my time and my energy and my money. Somebody might reply, it would be so demotivating. What, just making stuff and it goes nowhere and nothing happens? I, I just don't think it's sustainable for me to do that. The last fear I've written down here, I think is one that is highly motivating. It is the open loop of what if, you know, the always wondering, Maybe if I'd released that song, 
this and this and this might have happened. These doors could have opened. These connections could have happened. Um, I could have had this new perspective, this new insight. Um, I could have gained this new confidence. I could have gotten this opportunity to perform, blah, 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 right? Those what ifs, they're very powerful. And sometimes people who have a proclivity to think about the what ifs in a negative way, like what if nobody likes it, nobody comments, nobody shares it. Um, somebody says it's bad. What if people are judging me silently and I don't even know? And your brain hates open loops. Your brain hates the uncertainty. And so play on that, manipulate that and draw out the fear of missed potential opportunities and the what ifs. Okay, so we've done step one, which is establish the what, which is release my next single which is going to be the goal. We have established the motivation, what what is driving you for that. We've interrogated the goal and we figured out that the positive emotions that are driving that is our excitement for people to hear what you've made and you know, validation and appreciation for your hard work and effort and creativity and talent and recognition for that, which you deserve. Don't ever be ashamed of wanting and needing that. That's absolutely fine. And the next thing we did is leverage fear and figured out that your brain would hate the open loop of what if and the opportunities that could arise or that you could miss if you don't go ahead and push this out into the world. Okay. So there's our emotional motivation. There's our what. Next, we have problems. I love to think about the problems. Let's think about them all right now because we're good at thinking about problems. So let's do what we're good at. (laughs) I've listed here some problems that we can anticipate to be down the road for us. Um, The first problem would be that you're going to leave the promotion until the last minute, right? And you're just not going to have enough time and you're going to be really stressed. That you're going to feel a lot of resistance around posting and being vulnerable on social media. That's just going to feel a bit yuck. Somebody's going to let you down. Somebody is going to a producer. The master isn't going to get back on time. The distributor is going to mess up the date that the song comes out on, blah, 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 right? Someone's going to let you down. You're going to post it and no one will listen. No one's going to care. Nobody's going to comment. Nobody's going to share it. It's just going to be like tumbleweed. It's fun, isn't it? <laughs> Even laugh. You won't be able to think of any good creative ideas in the promote for the promotion. You're just going to be drawing a blank. No PR people are going to get back to you. You're going to do some direct outreach. You're going to try to get some feature in a magazine or a newspaper. You're going to try get some live performance on a TV show or get playlisted on a radio. Nobody's going to care. Having fun? <laughs> You'll be like, oh, it'd be a good idea to run an ad. I'll run an ad for the for the link on Spotify. And you'll open up the ads manager on Meta and just be so intimidated by it and be like, oh. So the next step now is to plan for the problems. It's like time traveling. It's like traveling ahead into the future, seeing what's going to go wrong, and then being able to go back in time to today and plan for it. So let's start with problem number one. You're going to leave it till the last minute. No, you're not. The reason why we leave it to the last minute is because we tend to put other things that are more urgent first. Um, We feel overwhelmed by the size of the task and we overcomplicate the task in our mind um, and we, we add a lot of bulk to the activity. When something's really important to us, we feel like it needs to be very complicated as well. But actually something can be important and simple. 
And so you need to really take a good look at the task list you're creating and be like, is there any excess in here? Is there any bulk that I can get rid of? Urgency should be kicking in today, like four weeks out, six weeks out. You're like, this is coming up and we need to get ready. We need to get excited. Kind of, yeah. I, I do this a lot with my coaching students and pro vocal artists and I'm like there's a gun to your head right now you've got so what one of my clients yeah, last week was saying I really need to get some more students into my studio more singing students into my studio so that I, my cash flow is better so that I can afford to pay for my producer for my own original music and I was like okay there's a gun to your head right now and you need to have those clients in the door in the next seven days what are you going to do and her, her thoughts were, I better fix the website. I better fix the onboarding process. I better, I'm like, is that going to get students in the door in the next seven days? I still have a gun. And she's like, <laughs> no, um, maybe I should do some posts on social media. I'm like, is that the best way? Are you sure that's going to be, are we definitely going to be able to get those students in the door in the next seven days? And again, her brain is like, ah, uh, and she was like, I was, she, she kind of came to the conclusion. She was like, well, I should just send people messages. I should just. I'm like, yeah, email them. Like, look at your, anyone you've worked with before, anyone that you know, anyone that's following on social media and contact them directly and see, let them know you're teaching. Do they need lessons? What's up? How's it going? Right? Like, sometimes we can get really bogged down and consumed and distracted by stuff that's kind of fluffy like websites like a website is important I don't even have a proper website and I will I will get a proper website I used to have the most amazing website for my personal like I used to have a for my singing website a really nice fancy website a butterfly used to fly across my hair when you'd open it up and music would play and um, and then I had another really fancy website that I used to spend thousands on every year for my old singing school business and now that I run an online program I have the most basic website. I'm like, I will, I will do it up. I will do something, you know, about it soon for sure. But it's just, it hasn't been urgent. It hasn't been a priority. What's, what's urgent and what's a priority right now for me is I get a podcast out every week, post on social media, uh, send out a newsletter, take care of my clients. Um, and it just website hasn't really uh, even, hasn't factored in to be urgent enough. So I need you to, think in this way gun to your head if I had to get this song as many streams as possible what would I do what actions would I take in in the next seven days so we need to bring the urgency forward and you need to skim any of that excess complexity and bulk out of the task list because just because it's important to you and it means a lot to you does not mean it has to be complicated or hard. It can actually be simple and easy and meaningful at the same time. Okay, so that's hopefully you not leaving it till, until the last minute. And everything takes more time than you think it's going to take. And always allow for fail time because things are going to go wrong. And unless you're a well-oiled machine, like this is like factory worker style rollout of a single release boom 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 this is you you know eat live breathe drink sleep this it there's going to be some kinks in the process is that the word kinks in the process 
Anyway, you know what I mean. Okay, so maybe we're anticipating that you're going to feel resistance to promoting this, to showing up, to being excited about what you're doing. This is a real psychological challenge. Putting yourself out there, putting something out there that you've made that's a piece of your heart that you're like, here, this, this is a little bit of me. Here you go, everybody. Do you like it? (laughs) Um, So we... I believe have to pay attention to getting into the right mindset and the right, I'm going to say the word vibration about it. You need to make a conscious effort to stay in your excitement and your fun about this and to stay in a high vibe about what you're doing. Fear, doubt, anxiety is going to creep in to the equation here psychologically and it's going to bring you down it's going to make you question and so we have to mitigate the ups and downs of the emotional roller coaster by being very intentional about how we maintain our high vibration about this release process how are you going to do that you're going to do things like journaling meditating taking care of your stress levels being happy being out in the sunshine being around people you like just just making sure that you're taking care of your well-being right so there's that you're also going to recruit a cheer squad you're going to get the people in your life who you know love you who you know are supportive of you you're going to play them the song you're going to get them on board you're going to get them excited about what you're doing and let them know that this is something that you're doing that you care about that you're nervous about but you know you're really excited about da 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 and get them on board maybe you're part of a community like the Provo Clartis community that we have Then you're going to come to the live call and you're going to play your song for us and we're going to tell you what we think and why we love it and why we think you're amazing and and what you're going to do and how great it's going to be and we're going to support you and validate you and make sure that you feel excited about it all. Sometimes when I'm feeling doubtful about what I offer as a coach, I read back on old testimonials. It kind of makes me cringe sometimes. I'm opening it and I'm like, ooh. And then I'll watch it and I'm like, oh man, like emotion is so powerful. After I've watched the video, I might have goosebumps. I might have a lump in my throat and I'll just feel so excited and compelled to do more, to do better, to go for it, to push it, to push myself out there again. So if you have anything that looks like that, like any support you've ever received like see if you can find old messages from people or even go back into memories of when you felt like I'm absolutely meant to be doing this find those positive experiences to reinforce your high vibration about doing this and let that be what you share so when you're promoting the song rather than feeling like please stream my song please pretty please go to Spotify don't be in that place. Be in that, I have a song out. Hooray. Like, you, I don't know. Do you, <laughs> do you know, you know, like that scene at the beginning of The Sound of Music where she just runs up onto the mountain and she's like, the hills are alive, the sound of music. Ah. And she's just spinning around and having a wonderful time. I kind of want you to be like that on the internet. <laughs> just like overflowing. I've talked about before, I've had to take myself recently off Instagram because I sometimes use it inappropriately. Um, I 
I get really excited about things. I'm, I'm quite an enthused person and I find it really hard to keep it to myself. And I have to, I oftentimes have to just blow up WhatsApp groups with really long voice memos about how amazing my life is. And I, I can understand that that's like kind of annoying. <laughs> I think like my friends are really happy for me but they're also like they could be having a shitty day being like oh just piss off (laughs) and so I try to keep it like to a minimum so I see social media as like an overflow for my levels of excitement and enthusiasm and I want that whole this, this whole release process to be just a party a celebration of something that you made that you're giving birth to and you're pushing out into the world and you're just so excited and and that's and that's the driver of the content someone will let me down maybe it's going to be not getting the master back in time or the distributor is going to mess up you got to be CEO girlfriends and boyfriends and they friends <laughs> you need to be uh this is the deadline this is what I need these are my expectations can you confirm that you can meet this deadline and give them that deadline but also leave a buffer after that so you need to have a buffer of time for when they don't meet <laughs> when if they don't meet the deadline but you know, working relationship, you've given them money, they're going to give you a thing back, they're going to give you a service back. You need to keep that nice and tight and professional and clear and boundaried. And, you know, no, don't be worrying about, I mean, uh, generally try not to mix personal with business as well. Try, I think a lot of people are friends or, you know, there's a friendly thing going on with a producer that they're working with. They've got to be very aware and reminded of the schedule that you're on, the deadlines, etc. Okay, do not be shy about that. But also protect yourself with buffer time. Have that fail time so that you have wiggle room afterwards. Maybe you post the stuff and nobody listens or you feel like nobody interacts with it or engage with it, engages with it or cares about it. That's because you haven't given them a good enough reason to care. You having a new song out is not a reason. It just, everyone's selfish and my time is precious. And if I'm going to listen to a song, it's got to benefit me. It's got to add to my life. So I will tell you now how I consume music. So if you're worried about nobody listening, You need to understand listening to your music from a fan's perspective. I'm a fan of music. I listen to music in some of these ways. There are, there's a commuters playlist that I have. So um, I like to strut around when I commute. (laughs) I... (laughs) I have music that's like girl power, sexy, strutty, like Amber Marks, Cleo Sol, um, just like soul, R&B, sexy production, EDM, gorgeousness. And I just strut around and feel like a hot bitch um, <laughs> when I'm commuting here, there and everywhere. So fun, right? So I have that requirement of music so if somebody presents to me a new song that's going to fit that fill that bill then I'm like 
gimme and I will not stop listening to it and it will I list, I and I'll have the same songs on rotation quite a lot so this is me getting you into thinking about the function of your music okay so there's that function then the other use of my music is when I'm and everybody's going to have different uses of music. I'm just giving you my own personal use case scenarios for music. So there's the strutting around thinking I'm a hot bitch music. Then there is the um, lifting weights thinking I'm a bad bitch music. So that's different. That's like sometimes Azalea Banks, um, sometimes metal, uh, sometimes like fairly heavy EDM like Skrillex. And um, that's for lifting weights. And for like really pushing myself hard on a set in the gym. And that's another category of music. So if you're able to position something as being heavy, gritty, like intense, aggressive, then I'm like, gimme, 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 gimme. Then I have like more romantic, emotional music, usually setting the scene for uh, some guy that I'm dating and daydreaming about that. Uh, And that's a different category of music me so they would be three of my most active type of playlists um that function in my life um music's so brilliant isn't it you won't think of good creative for the promotion now this kind of comes off the back of us thinking about the function of the music and what I'm looking for from the music and what would make me listen to the music is knowing that it's going to serve a certain purpose in my life whether that's making me feel cute when I'm walking around whether that's making me feel more aggressive when I'm in the gym whether that's making me feel romantic and daydreamy about a date okay so they're like three of my main active functions for music how are you going to you know communicate that those songs are that for me in on social media for example so the go-to with your social media is that you might think I need to have a picture with like some flashing images and some out now out now out now right that's just an ad and we're super desensitized to ads I I remember learning about when you're designing a website it's important to not have um, images scrolling past because the brain has registered when it sees a sliding banner it's an ad that's why a static image on a website banner is much more effective than a something that's really fancy and it's like sliding images going across like, oh, here's the group picture and here's a solo picture and here's a picture of the building. Like your your brain will register those sliding images as as an ad. How are you going to figure out what would be creative promotion? The first thing you need to do is God, this is a whole other video, but I'm just going to give you the usual format that we do this in. And we I like to do this in Pro Vocal Artist in a workshop setting. So I have a couple of different minds thinking about it at once. So I'll get an artist to come in with their song. They'll play their song and we'll listen to the song and then we'll decide what part of the song is going to be the hook. And this is the like 30 seconds of the song that we will use for all of the social media content as playing in the background to advertise the song, right? Then we'll decide, then we'll want to understand the lyric within that song and the context. And then we'll start coming up with some visual ideas to go with that lyric. Then once we get a a list of those ideas, we will will start marking them out of 10 for 
what is going to be the most impactful like when we think about the fan and what the fan wants and how music functions in the fan's life what would be the most impactful for them that would really communicate the the value of this song we would score that out of 10 and then the second column is about scoring out of 10 how easy is that content for the artist to actually make themselves are they going to go and have to get like a film crew to make this then it's not reasonable right or is it going to be nice and easy that they can make it at home on their phone then we're going to like give them some high points so the thing that makes them the the content idea that makes the most impact and that is the easiest for the artist to make is going to be the one they should be going with and just trying to generate as many ideas as possible and I think getting lots of different minds together you're basically it's kind of like hiring a creative ads team and it's really fun and there's so much creativity and expression in just the promotion of the song and and the and it's about communicating the value of your music it's not just about telling people my song is out what if the PR people don't get back to you let them (laughs) when it comes to people we have to let them that's the first thing now I'm going to give you some better ideas after this as well but just please let them if nobody gets back that's absolutely fine you did your best, you knocked on the doors, you didn't hear anything back, that's fine, right? PR at the end of the day, in my opinion, isn't going to make or break the promotion of your single. It's going to be good for you in terms of getting authority as an artist. It's going to make you look cool if you're featured in etc. etc. But in terms of the impact on the streaming or the numbers that growing on social media or the acquisition of actual real fans, PR doesn't tend to have a massive impact on that. It just makes you look cool. But making you look cool is quite important too, right? It's just not the whole picture. So do not get, and it's also kind of part of the old music industry. There are a lot of artists that absolutely skip it completely. In fact, I know a lot of really big celebrities who do not use PR at all, think it's a total waste of money. They they regret it when they don't get invited to cool parties. But other than that, they can't really stand by the the spend that will go into it. I think especially for new independent artists, there are much better. I would I would probably way prefer an artist to sink money into an ads budget. So like on meta ads or YouTube ads, then sink it into Um, PR with PR what you're doing is you're buying relationships you're buying their relationship with this TV executive with this producer at this radio show with this radio DJ with this editor at a uh, magazine you're buying their collection of relationships so just if you do still want to you know get on board with a really good PR person make sure that they have represented somebody within your niche um, within your music niche so that it would be a no-brainer for their their relationships to be like oh yeah I also love that client yes because they could take you on as a client and all of their connections wouldn't like your music at all okay so just keep that in mind anyway coming away from that you over time can be your own PR agent and you can be building up your own database. And so actually my advice here is to play the slow game with this. We don't need to get all the PR on that first single or that second single. We just need to be knocking on doors, building up a presence online. A presence online just goes such a long way. 
And this again is, you know, when we were coming back to the the emotional motivation behind releasing your music and getting out there and the what ifs, the what if I miss out on opportunities. I had a gig last night. Um, I did a really good comedy gig in London, North London last night that I, um, I felt very honored to be part of the lineup. I thought the lineup was really well curated and it seemed like the person who put the lineup together was very intentional about it. And I have a lot of other comedian friends who were surprised that I got onto the lineup and they were like, I've been emailing them for months and I never hear back. And I sent them the email that I sent. I was like, well, this is the email I sent. And, and yeah, they added me to their list. And I had inc- I had included my Instagram. And so obviously on my Instagram, I'm the singing stuff. But, you know, I have a, a pretty decent following. And there's some sketch videos of me, you know, doing the singing sketch thing. Right. That has stood to me in terms of getting the, that's the, that's kind of validated what I do. That's given them the confidence to take me on right so building up that reputation you're building your own reputation all the time on social media and you're cultivating it I typed my name into I'm a narcissist I know but here we're at least I'm aware I typed my name into chat GPT and the thing it spit back I was like oh my god I'm amazing (laughs) but I've written it all But when you're hearing it back to you, being said by this AI bot who's like, Gemma's unreal. She's blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah. But I've been spinning all of that since, you know, 2010. (laughs) I've been showing up online being like, hey, I do this. Hey, I'm here, you know. And over time, that really like solidifies and it becomes its own little beast. So get in get in get the reps get your reputation built like you can do this you can be your own PR machine Um, (laughs) I don't know why I'm so comfortable with doing it either like um because I it's none of it is BS like all of it is genuine and it's like coming from a good place um but I've definitely been told that I have in Ireland you'd say I've plenty of neck um or what what else what else do people say about me? I have plenty of neck. No flies on me have been <laughs> said about me. No fear of me. There has been, um, oh, like she's she's a cute, she's a cute whore. Um, not whore, whore. It's different. Um, I've been so, I, they, they say, oh, yeah, what, I, that I'd buy and sell you. I wouldn't, but just that like I'm well able. <laughs> so I look like all, hi, but that I'm well able. And you've got to be well able, right? You just have to. <laughs> okay, anyway, maybe you're like, yeah, ads. I'm totally into ads. Let's do ads. And you'll open up the ads manager and you're like, oh my God, this is not me. I'm not a techie person. I can't do it. No don't do it without some kind of training tutorial, whether you use some YouTube free stuff or you do a course like mine or another course and get a little bit of education on how to use it. But once you figured it out, it's easy, but it can be intimidating at first for sure. I would start small. I would start with low stakes and I would start just running an ad to your email list so that you're able to get people 
maybe to be followers of yours on Instagram or maybe to get some freebie thing from you so that they can be on your email list. And that way you're building up some what, what they call um, your pixel. So that's just building up all these people impressions of, and, and accounts that tend to that have interacted with your ad. And then what you can do is you can retarget all those people who interacted with your ad later when it's time to release. You can just um make sure that anyone that interacted with your ad before when you're doing your email list will now see your ads about your single and you're like and they're like oh yeah I remember seeing her um oh she's got a song let me hear it and I'm like oh and I do want to hear that song because that visual really speaks to me and I can see how I would use that song in my day-to-day life it's really cool okay so oh I wanted to do another thing about creating space I'll have to leave that till until another time because it's just too much I think that's enough for you today obviously out of that your next step would be that we have some of the solutions to the problems would be to shake out the like more actionable stuff so what are the projects what are the tasks within that project and what are the subtasks and always remember check yourself for am I making this too complicated just because you care about it a lot doesn't mean that it needs to be complicated okay so try and um, trim the fat off any anything like that and then is there anything habitual I need to be doing maybe you decide that maybe you decide that you really do want that PR stuff and you're like I'm not going to spend money on a PR agent but from today I'm going to set aside 40 minutes every day to do outreach and build up a database of contacts that are going to be suitable for my kind of music that I make and I'm going to start reaching out to people. That's it. I think that's all I'm going to tell you today. I think that's enough now, isn't it? I don't want to overwhelm you. I hope it was helpful. And uh, if you do want to find out more about how I work with artists and pro vocal artists, check the description and I will see you next week. Bye.